On today's episode of Titus and Tate, March is officially here, Tate. And the madness has already has already washed over us in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> A Tuesday top 10 tilt. Oh, the tilt. The top ten tilt <laughs> uh, between Purdue and Wisconsin comes down to a a, a Chucky Hepburn last second Bang. shot. The miracle in Madison is what they're calling it. Yes. I don't know if anybody's calling it that, but I'm gonna be the first after the melee. Yes, then there was the, the miracle. <laughs> then the miracle. Uh, Wisconsin is your Big Ten champion. Uh, we're gonna talk about that tonight. I think. Yeah, I, I think mean, we might touch on that. Yeah, it's the big big news of the day. But also, did he call bank? That's yeah. what a lot of people. Did Johnny Davis call bank? Did you see Johnny Davis's? Uh, Johnny Davis said he didn't have to call bank because he got fouled. Oh, is that what he said? And he said the last shot was BS. By the way, <laughs> so I think he has my vote for national player of the year. Yeah, he's I, an honest man. I, I I said I was waiting for like the cool factor with Johnny Davis, where like not to say he's not cool, but you know, yeah, he's making the Obi Toppin versus uh, Luca Garza comparison with Johnny Davis and Oscar Shiboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was waiting for Johnny to go between his legs. Maybe he didn't need to go between his legs. Maybe he needed to say that a bank shot for the win for the Big Ten Championship is BS. Yeah. But who cares because we won anyway. Exactly. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We also have, an, we officially have a Mickey Mouse situation in the Big East. Yes. Unfortunately, it, it Providence, say it. you fought hard, <laughs> yeah. but it's still Mickey Mouse. It's a Mickey Mouse situation because uh, Villanova has now swept Providence. Yes. Villanova is... Uh, One more games in the Big East. Yes, is going to win more games in the Big East. <laughs> And yet Providence is your Big East champion. Wait, ask, what? <laughs> ask us to, to make sense of it. We cannot. But we love Providence, so we're going to roll with it. We're yeah. going to have some fun. We're going to talk about uh, uh, Villanova beating Providence yet again. Uh, Michigan blew out Michigan State. That one f- f- uh, flew under the radar a little bit because neither team was ranked. But uh, it did happen. Successful dodge on Michigan's part because they... Yes. It, remember, just go, it goes to show dodging is the move. Game one, they, they dodged it. They we scooped up, it. Yep. They dodged it. Yep. And now and, they won. Uh, they ended up playing it, and Michigan kicked Michigan State's ass. Arizona is back. Kansas is very much not. TCU beat Kansas tonight, and uh, Ohio State is dead. There's a lot going on in college basketball. <laughs> also, Carolina not on the bubble. There you Fully go. in, finally. There you go. Leave us alone. God, I'm so excited. March <laughs> is officially here. We're going to get to all that, but first. Woody Durham. It takes a timeout. Technical out foul. Timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right. Uh, before we talk about Wisconsin State, I want to do like a, uh, a a big picture view of where college basketball is at because it dawned on me this was before Ohio State lost to Nebraska at home, and I decided that I I, I hate everything and and life is pain and and it's very sad and uh, yeah and and all of a sudden I have people asking me questions about Chris Holtman that I frankly don't want to address or, or answer or respond yeah. to. And you were me a week ago. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it really is. It's karma because I was sitting in this chair just laughing. trolling you. Yes. And uh, boy, have the have the tables turned here. Um, but before before uh, Ohio State ruined everything, I found myself thinking this morning as we were getting ready to come in and do a show. I was still riding the high from Saturday. Um, I, I was feeling so good, and it and it dawned on me that there's something in the air, Tate. This, this is, mm-hmm. I, I think it was that the calendar turned to March and I watched all the college basketball media people try to out caps lock each other on the internet. Yeah. You know, the, 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 just announcing that it's March, obviously Rostin has cornered. This is March, but then we have, have you seen that the athletic now is saying it is March. It is March. Yes. How many uh, times can we make a statement? OMG March is here. However you say it. Yes. You, all that matters is you're saying it in all caps. Yes. Because everyone Declative. is so excited and it, it, it kind of like, Having the the uh, the the top six teams lose the seven of the top ten mm-hmm. as 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 we did talk about on on Saturday history, yeah. 
rolling into March, uh, I, I stopped and I like paused and I reflected on like where we're at, where we've come, all that sort of stuff. To, and I realized this tournament is going to be just absolutely bonkers. As we, we've been talking about it for a while, but like it really is like sinking in how insane this is going to be. That it's it's wide open. Uh, this is our first real tournament in three years. If you think about it like that, yeah. That's in, since Minnesota, yeah. since Virginia, our first since God's real, plan. yes, not Mickey Mouse tournament we've had in three years. <laughs> I mean, the, fingers crossed, it still could be Mickey Mouse. The final four is in New Orleans. Uh, I'm a baseball fan. I know you're a baseball fan too, but I, I think like weirdly, baseball not figuring their shit out is actually like great it's, for, it's college a w for college basketball. It's a huge W yes. for college basketball. No distractions. Yeah, right now it's like spring training slash March Madness season, and with no spring training. It's only one. Everyone's all in on March Madness. Yeah. And then you start sprinkling in like Wisconsin. What's happening with Wisconsin where they're lucky but also good. And, and Johnny Davis is like, what, what's happening in Madison is a ton of fun. What's happening in Providence is a ton of fun. It's Coach K's final year. I just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much fun. We're having so much fun with that. I, I realized <laughs> that I it, it's been a long road to get here. We've been through. There's yeah. been a lot of ups and downs. Um, But. You know, knock on wood, as as we we keep saying, but like, oh my God, it 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 feels like we've been we've been edging, just waiting for this moment, Tate, and it's coming, yeah. and it's uh, I, I could not be more excited. And then Ohio State lost to, at home to Nebraska, and I was like, screw all this, I'm done. <laughs> but but no, right? Like like what what I'm saying is, tell your friends if you're if you're listening yes. to the show and you have some friends that used to love college basketball, and they're like, it was better back in the day. It was better when when I was a sophomore in high school, college basketball was at its best. And you're like, not it's wrong, not as good as you're not wrong. used to be, all that sort of stuff. But maybe, just maybe, bring them back. Bring them back because be. I promise you, if if you don't think that this NCAA tournament is bonkers, uh, email me personally and I will give you a refund on all the podcasts you've listened to that we've done. I, yes. that, that is my guarantee. Mm-hmm. It'll be bonkers. It'll be worth your time. It is awesome. And and one of the reasons it's awesome is because of what we saw in Madison tonight, Tate. Like that was just a little taste of of <laughs> a top ten tilt, a Tuesday top ten tilt. Uh, between Wisconsin and Purdue, uh, this is this is a game that um, if Purdue wins, it's a three way tie, I believe, in the in the Big Ten. Yes, with Illinois, Wisconsin, and Purdue, which is classic Big Ten. You know, yes. you guys love to share conference regular seasons. You guys yes. love to hang a bunch of banners. Yes. And Everybody gets claims. Yeah. Yes, so this was good. I thought that was good that Wisconsin kind of set the tone. And also, as we were just mentioning before, to go from the melee in Madison, which was yes. such a seminal point in the season, when we look back. A lot of fans that maybe aren't as clued in will say, oh, yeah, I remember when that thing happened, the Juwan Howard situation. To go from the melee in Madison to the miracle, the joy in Madison, as you called it, uh, I just think that's a nice moment because, like, they were not in the wrong in that situation, and it feels like the basketball gods, you know, it it all comes back. The basketball gods are are fully behind the Wisconsin Badgers, as it turns out. And and Providence. And and Providence. So the three luckiest teams in America right there, I I think we can lock those in. Providence, Wisconsin, and Duke. Uh, Wisconsin, there's this stat coming out of this game, that Wisconsin is 12-1 and this season in games decided by five points or fewer. Yes. You know their one loss? Mm -hmm. Do you know who their one loss is? No, 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 no. Providence. I'm not even kidding. I'm to tell the whole story about both these teams. Yes, that's. Uh, this was a game that 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 going in, uh, Johnny Davis. I forgot they even played. Yeah, that's well, they played without Johnny Davis. So yeah. Wisconsin fans are quick to point that out. Providence fans are quick to point out that they won. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, we won. <laughs> like, we, we played who showed up. Yeah. <laughs> um, coming to this game though, Johnny Davis had 37 and Mackey in the first the first game that these teams uh, uh met. Wisconsin got the big at the time. Like it was kind of shocking. If I remember my feeling, uh, yeah, we were doing a show. We were doing a show that night. Yes. 
the game was on and we just kept joking like Purdue's gonna win Purdue's gonna win like I'm sure Purdue will figure it out and then we we get done with the show and we check the score we're like what Johnny and it was Davis over. what yeah Johnny Davis um so we I guess we were expecting more of the same it was certainly Johnny Davis versus Jaden Ivey is the matchup to watch and and those are the guys that are all American candidates it kind of was in the second half it, it became that but for yeah. a long stretch both those guys were missing uh, it, it had an interesting feel, and then they came on late. It it, it became like shot, like Jaden Ivey was hitting just huge shot after huge shot. Um, great Big Ten basketball game, Tate. And and I think uh, if you're a Wisconsin fan, it, it's it's a familiar position of what we've talked about with Providence is that Wisconsin is quote unquote lucky. They they win these close games. They they bank in two critical dagger shots. Um, it's it's it, there's there's really no way around like. The, the the statistical anomalies that are happening when you're like in yeah. these close games at Wisconsin, the fact that they've played 13 games decided by five points or fewer. and Kind of says one, something about this. Team. Yes. Yes. It says some, but at the same time they keep winning. And uh, I, I would say that Wisconsin, like, I don't know. I'm trying to like think through where I land on this. And I think like what one thing that would have really driven home that Wisconsin is not lucky. And one thing that Jim Delaney would have done if he was commissioner is he would have put Bo Borowski on this game. Mm. Wisconsin earn it. And I think, that part I didn't love. The refs, the refs were like very important in this game. The, the refs were mucking it up. The refs were doing their thing. But I needed to see like if if we turn on the television and Bo Borowski is calling this game and Wisconsin still wins it, that puts to bed forever whether they're lucky or not because yeah. they went out and earned it. Um, I don't know. I guess they still earned it anyway, right? They know. they still earned it. But at the end of the day, I think you're right. And I asked you this while we were watching this game: Who has the best chance to win a title in the Big Ten now? As we look at the landscape, because we've, yeah, wow. It's Wisconsin, dude. It's Wisconsin. I, I hope that's not, I mean, is that really? that? It's, so, okay. Is that where we are? Michigan State is out. Michigan, yes. Like, I don't Agreed. care if Michigan State beat Purdue, which, by the way, you want to talk about luck and and, mm -hmm. and the flip side to Wisconsin's luck is Purdue. <laughs> I mean, Purdue, like, I'm not going to cry for Lost it. Lost six games, but four of them. Yeah, I, I'm not going to cry because they don't, you know, they bring it upon themselves with, like, how they play sometimes, but, uh. I mean, we got to point out that the, the there's the Ron Harper Euro step. There's yes. the Rob Finnessy shot at the buzzer near the buzzer. It wasn't at the buzzer. It was almost Close enough. At the buzzer. Tyson Walker hits the shot on Saturday. Yeah, for Michigan State. And then tonight. And tonight. Pepper. Um, but Michigan State, even though they beat Purdue, uh, they were absolutely smacked by Michigan. I've 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 I haven't believed in Michigan State for like a month. So, uh, the uh, Michigan State's not winning the national championship. They're out. Uh, Ohio State. Very much out. Very, very much out. Yeah, they're out. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm just sad. That's where, like, I had people were hitting me up today, like, what, what, what's going on? How, like, status report, uh, give us a vibe check, all that. I'm just sad. I'm not even mad. I'm legitimately not mad. I am, I am sad. I've, I have reached that part of the. I knew that it was a, you were in a bad cycle when you were just like venting things out, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you were on your phone. Which I, I like I said I was there last week so you just start saying things you're like we gotta we gotta clean this up we gotta do this we gotta yeah. what's going on with Malachi what's going on with the, you know even when we won in, in Illinois like my reaction's not like huge win on the road against yeah. a team that you know could go to the Final Four my reaction was like I don't know <laughs> yeah I don't know I'm just conditioned to be that way and then tonight I mean it wasn't just you lose to Nebraska you lose to Maryland by 15 Ohio State take going into Sunday night. And I, I will give them the pass. The 0-2 Maryland national title team was there. Steve yeah. Blake in the building. Juan Dixon in the building. Lonnie Baxter in the building. So it was a lot of good mojo. So I, I gave them a pass for the no, Maryland I, game. I, 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 I did. I did. I, I personally I did not because going into that until game. Until tonight. Going, and now I have gone back and taken said pass away. Going into that game, Ohio State was still 
alive for the Big Ten title. That's the last Maryland. thing that you said to me on the air. If Ohio State wins out, they they are not like granted Wisconsin beating Purdue tonight would have made it all inconsequential. Yeah, yeah. But at the time you're like you're still alive for a Big Ten title and you lose by 15 at Maryland and then you lose to Nebraska. I'm I'm dead. So Ohio State's out. Michigan State's out. Michigan's um, out. Michigan's out because Michigan is like barely in They're the first place. They're kind of hot right now. Place. Yeah. Different team with Martelli. We can talk yeah, about we'll that. We'll talk about that in a yeah. second. Um, but they're out. They're, they're, they're like a bubble team. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. No one's really seriously taking, taking them seriously as a title threat. So that, that, that leaves So Wisconsin. there are three teams. Yeah, it's Wisconsin, Illinois, and Purdue. Yeah. Um, if Purdue doesn't play defense, I mean, I, I'm a broken record with that, but like it's, it is what it is. Like you, you, you're not winning six games. That team's not winning six games in a row. They're not. They they are simply not winning six. Purdue can make a Final Four. I think that's their ceiling. I think if you're a Purdue fan, you're like, just get me to the Final Four. We'll, we'll figure out the rest. We'll gladly lose by 12 to Arizona or, or Gonzaga or whatever it is. But, like, just get us there. That's all we need. We just want to, like, rub it in Indiana fans' faces that we're at the Final Four more recently than they are. That's all they really need. Um, Purdue's out, so it's Illinois and Wisconsin. I know you're going to you're gonna still ride with Illinois, right? Uh, not officially on the record, no. But, um, you know, wink, wink. <laughs> I, uh... I still like Illinois. I think Illinois has all the pieces where I'm like, I really like this guard play. I think Trent Frazier is kind of like the perfect guard. We talked about how there aren't really the, the one guard that you point to and say, this is the guy, whether it's, you know, a Nimhard or Tiger Campbell. I mean, Trent yeah. Frazier's in that group and Corbello, if he can get healthy and get it together. But it's still a lot of if and wins and conditional statements. And that is my problem with everyone in the Big Ten. The Purdue thing. I want to believe in Purdue. But I watch Here's, Ivy in crunch time, and I watch yeah. some of these things happen and play out, and I say, I cannot trust that team here's, in good faith. Here's my problem with Illinois, too, is uh, the it's a tie game. It's they're, they're down by one. There's 15 seconds left. Brad Underwood calls timeout, and whoever's calling the game, say it's Jason Benetti and Robbie Hummel because they seem to call every Illinois game. Um, they won't be in the NCAA tournament, I don't think, because... I don't know. If there's one guy that can figure out those, Ro probably Robbie Hummel, Hummel will figure yeah, yeah, out a way yeah. to be on every network. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Benetti then turns to Hummel and goes, what are we doing here? Who are we getting the ball to? And Hummel's going to say Kofi Coburn because he's their best player. He's the, he's your beast. He's your guy that, like, you know, I mean, there, there are worlds where they're not drawing up the final play for Kofi, but, like, you got to get Kofi a touch is what's being said. I don't love that. I don't love that the guy you're getting – a touch to is your big man down low. Yeah, you know? cut that out. I don't like that. in that and that's situation. Where, that's where Illinois in that situation, Kofi's a decoy, Trent's a decoy, and Plummer's Plummer's taking, taking the shot. Yeah, hundred percent. And, right. and that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that Illinois gets to that point where they they are working under that. Like, hey, we know they're trying to take away Kofi. We know they expect Curbelo Trent to be that guy, but we have Plummer. I mean, we have this other guy, this other guard who can really. I mean, he could drop 30 points on any given night. So I I still believe in Purdue in that sense. But Johnny Davis is clearly going to be in the conversation, could already be the national player of the year. So it's hard to say Wisconsin with the national player of the year, with Brad Davison, who's played 30 years of college basketball, has all that experience, that they're not going to be a tough team in March. But if Wisconsin loses in the first round, it's not going to shock me either. You know what I mean? That's that's my problem with saying like that. Our title hopes are riding on the tails of Wisconsin. Yeah. I could easily see them losing in the first round. And then I look and I say, what is going on? The Big Ten has to get over this title curse. And so having Johnny Davis, though, makes me a believer in Wisconsin. Exactly. It You're does. The national like, like, of the year. That helps. Yes. That, that, that is Obviously. the big difference between even Wisconsin and Providence when you talk about like the two lucky teams that yeah, are yeah, yeah. finding ways to win and all that. Like, 
talk about a team that who's going to take the shot. I think Wisconsin's model is more replicable or like more, uh, you know, moving forward. I trust it more simply because of Johnny Davis. Um, I think I think Providence has like a deeper team and a uh, I don't know better, but like they, they they more guys can step up. But but Wisconsin's getting there for me because like for a long time I thought Wisconsin was basically Johnny Davis, Brad Davison, and then like sometimes Wall would step up or Chucky Hepburn or whatever. But Wall and Hepburn have been playing well. Crowd didn't do much tonight, but he's he's been he's had some good games. I don't know. I'm starting to believe more in like the supporting cast around Johnny Davis. Yeah. Uh, certainly Chucky Hepburn's been awesome. Wall's been really good though. Like ever since January, he's been like had nineteen and stepping up. Yeah, Hepburn had seventeen. Um, See, so yeah, I could see what, but but to the larger point, the Big Ten screwed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and when we went into the year, it felt like it could be a destiny Big Ten type season, but maybe yeah. that plays out in their favor because last year it felt like if the Big Ten doesn't win, it's a colossal failure or whatever we want to yeah. say. And here we are. Yeah. So. Um. What about should we talk about Villanova Providence? Yeah, we keep we keep talking about Wisconsin and Providence. Uh, th- this game, like, it was it was a good game. It was an entertaining game. It comes down to the end of uh, a lot of uh, uh, fouling on Villanova's part, and Providence is trying to claw their way back in it because that's what Providence does. It looked like in the first half Villanova was going to run away, but anybody who's watched Providence all year was like, no, nah, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll, <laughs> they're not dead yet. It was a clinical um, first half for Villanova, though. It was like, yeah. As I was now, watching that first half, I was saying to myself. Now, if this Villanova team shows up, that's the best they've looked all year. Yeah, that first half, because uh-huh. they actually like shared the ball. Mm-hmm. That's really all. They it played is Villanova me. basketball. Yeah. I just it, all all I need to know about how much I believe in Villanova. I'll just check a box score and see how many assists they had that night. And if it's you know more than fifteen, I'm like, all right, I can talk myself into this team. But usually it's not. Yeah. Usually it's Gillespie backing his ass down and only eleven assists this game. Eight were in the first half. Yeah, see? Eight, eight assists. I was like, man, they're really sharing it. This is fun. They're driving and kicking and hitting threes. Um, no, uh, but 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 ultimately what happened in this Providence-Villanova rematch is pretty much exactly what I expected to happen, which is that Villanova would win. Providence would make it close. Um, it's it, I, I came away from this game learning nothing about either team. I feel the Agreed. exact same way about both teams as I mm-hmm. did going in. I will say I am slowly coming around to Villanova. To, to, to believe in the Villanova. I don't think they can win a national championship. Um, but they could do a Final Four. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm i coming around to... Because, uh, I don't know, man. Their backcourt, you know, you, you just start, like, thinking how how important backcourts are in, in, in the tournament. And they, they probably have the best backcourt. I, 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 I'm fine more. with saying that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I, I've i gone on and on about how I don't love their style of play this year. But... Uh, they do have the best backcourt probably in the country with Moore and Gillespie, which has to matter, you know? And yeah. it's probably going to matter in the NCAA tournament. And I but, think they found, like, whenever they need to get inside, you know, they need to touch the paint, they can get Dixon an easy buck. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Slater can slash. Like, because it did feel a little bit sometimes where they're just kind of throwing the ball around the perimeter. And obviously, you know, that's kind of what Villanova basketball is at times. But they can get stuck in that. Or they're just in what you hate, which is like Colin Gillespie. Holy ball. Yeah, just trying to back guys down yeah. and get a shot. And that's not fun to watch either. So it's not aesthetically pleasing to watch this Villanova team, which is totally different yeah. from the past because they yeah. were always so fun to watch. I blame Jalen Brunson. All roads lead back to Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson showed Colin Gillespie how to post up as a point guard. Yes. And Colin was like, I'll do Colin's that. watching the yeah. Mavericks. He's <laughs> like, that's my guy. Hey, I'll do that's that. what I do. Um... But can we talk about the uh, the Mickey Mouse status of the Big East? Yes. I mean, this is uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm T Providence. I I enjoy 
all season I've enjoyed watching Providence. The Providence fans have been a ton of fun. Uh, I will root for Providence in every game in the NCAA tournament that they're not playing, you know, teams that I actually like. Um, but th- this, I don't, there's no way around this. The Providence is currently 14 and three in the Big East State. Villanova's 15 and four. They have one more game at Butler. So Villanova, Providence is done. Providence's schedule is done. They're, they're getting ready for the Big East tournament in New York. Um, Villanova plays Butler on Saturday. If they win that game, they will be 16 and four in Big East play. Providence is 14 and three. Uh, you're asking why the difference in games played, Omicron. Yes. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the Villanova will have won two more games than Providence. And I, ju- I found this out tonight because I crunched the numbers myself because I like people were tiptoeing around it and they, they kept saying how like Providence won the Big East, but Villanova is out to, and I was like, Villanova doesn't, can't get a share of this thing. And no one ever said they could get a share. So then I realized it's based off of the winning percentage. Yes. And then so I crunched the numbers. Yeah, and math. I realized if Villanova wins and goes 16 and four, which they probably will at Butler, um, they're still, <laughs> Providence is still going to win outright. Yes. Villanova is going to win two more games in the Big East. By the numbers. And two, the two of those games that are the difference are the two games that they beat Providence. And Providence is still going to be the Big East champions. That's, that's Mickey Mouse. There's no way around it. And Providence fans, you have to know it. Hang the banner. Yeah celebrate it but at the same time providence has there's never been more pressure than providence has to win the big east tournament Mm -hmm. if providence wins the big east tournament the the asterisk gets removed right yeah would you say that i think so but boy i I didn't realize it was that bad like i thought it was i thought the waters were a little murkier than that but if if villanova is going to win two more games than providence and the two games are that they beat providence that's it makes no sense and this this goes back to the numbers game that we were talking about last week with the bubble boys. You know what I mean? This is this has bubble boy written all over it that we're we're doing the math here yeah. to decide who the actual winner is. But the eye test, as we yeah. all know, says I say obviously <laughs> I say that Villanova beat you two times. They are but weirdly, and have one more game. Weirdly, it's better for the league if Providence, Providence wins. wins. So I think like Jay Wright, Jay Wright's probably like, yeah, they can have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, they can have it. Well, the best part about this is that Providence is already celebrated. So, yeah, so it, they can't uncelebrate. You can't take that away. You can't uncelebrate. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why it's kind of like, you know, in football, when you don't want them to have a review and you just hike the bar real fast. <laughs> like, that's pretty much what Providence did. You know what I mean? They were just like, get the, get, get the snap off. We'll deal with all the repercussions later. <laughs> yes, we weren't lined up, but hey, <laughs> 10 second rule, baby. 12 seconds on the clock. We're good. Jay Wright's trying to throw a late challenge flag, but it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> too late. <laughs> They're the champs. Oh, man. Uh, what else What else happened tonight? Michigan blew out Michigan State. That certainly caught my attention, even though, uh, you know, both of these teams are kind of out of the, the, yeah. the national spotlight at this point, I would say. But still, uh, it caught our attention because, as, as we said at the top, this was the game that, that we broke. Yes. Um, that was not going to be played the Scoops. first time around. We scooped it. Um, we thought at the time that maybe it wouldn't be played, replayed, that Michigan State would never actually go to Ann Arbor this season. Yeah. We thought uh, it was a dodge instead yes. of a duck. We found a way to, to uh, they found a way to make it happen. And unceremoniously, as much as Michigan State was sticking their chest out at the time and saying they're, they're ducking or they're dodging, mm-hmm. uh, they're cowards, they don't want to play us, they're scared of us. Uh, and then they meet in East Lansing, and I believe Michigan State beat the hell out of Michigan in game one. Uh, boy, this did not go the way Michigan State fans thought it was going to go. And what was the difference, right? I mean, that that is why, mm-hmm. and after the game, Hunter Dickinson tweeted, you know, obviously there's, there's always the Michigan State fans that love to say, you know, January, 
February, Izzo. Yes. That's what we do. And then Hunter Dickinson puts it out to the world. January, February, and a lot of people, you know, sitting here at home. Where's he going with this? Where's he going with this? Where's he going? Who's he going to say? He says Martelli. Mm -hmm. And Michigan has been a different team since Jawan Howard swipes. Swipes. And Martelli takes over. Yeah. Um, Because Michigan's swiping right on Martelli, and they're saying, we like this guy. We like this new coach (laughs) that we have in here. And Martelli's coaching the way that he's always coached. You know, he said, this is how I do things. This is my team. This, these are my philosophies. And when Jawan comes back, he's going to step back in. And it's going to be his team again. But it looks pretty good when it's Phil Martelli's team. Right? Yeah. Like, if you're a Michigan fan, you have to be sitting at home and saying, what's going on here? Can we keep more of that? If Phil Martelli, uh, the Michigan's going to make the NCAA tournament, I think. they. I think so. I think they're probably in. I, it depends on... Who their first Indiana, Michigan plays. Yeah, I saw the if they. Well, I I don't know what the bracket looks like now, but I saw earlier tonight the uh the if it if it ended today bracket for the Big Ten <laughs> was Michigan versus Indiana. I like eight that. night game. Yeah, which sort of feels like loser is out, winner might be in situation. Uh, but I I feel like Michigan is is head and shoulders above Indiana in terms of the the NCAA tournament bubble picture you're the bubble expert though no I'm I'm, I'm I'm actually not I'm actually done with the bubble clearly the way, with the way Ohio State's been playing lately I think I might have to yeah we might, <laughs> I, might have to roles. I might have to read up on the bubble a little bit. oh man you don't want to do that um so I think Michigan's gonna be in though and if in fact they are what if Michigan goes on a little bit of a miracle run here Tate yeah does that make the Marte- interesting? Martelli coaches does Howard. that make an offseason interesting in yes. Ann Arbor well, and then I think uh, Jim brought this up. Uh, I can't remember what comedian you were talking about, but th- they were saying that there should be an acting president. You know what I mean? And Martelli is the acting head coach right now. That's like his title, Michigan acting head coach. So maybe we bring Jawan back, right? And then he becomes the acting head coach. And then Phil Martelli can be the practicing head coach. Whoa. And then he can practice and actually coach these kids and get them to be better players. And then... Jawan Howard can be the dual head dual head coaches. Dual head coaches. This feels like uh, Jerry and George splitting up their dating duties yes. with their girlfriend. Yes. What am I that good one? at? <laughs> yeah. I'll handle that. Yes. That that is what they need it's to. It's not do. the worst idea. Acting head coach, practicing head <laughs> coach. practicing head coach. I like it. Jawan Howard, great figurehead. I like it. Great for the Fab Five. Bill um, Martelli, great basketball coach. What else is there? What else? Uh, Arizona blew out USC. Uh, that game even, still is that game still going on? We were no, it's we, final ninety one seventy one. It was what's the final? 91-71. 20 points. Arizona is very much back. Great for the margin. There is uh I, I, I see people coming around to like you know, like like there's there's no getting around Arizona laying a stinker in Colorado. Like we're not trying to ignore that. Yeah. But uh the way you reframe it is talking about ceilings and talking about mm-hmm. when when they bring their A game and all that sort of stuff. And my God, when Arizona played like they did tonight, which, like, it, it's not just that they're beating USC's ass. It's how they're doing it. It's like Dalen Terry dunking every single time down the floor. Yeah, and saying, watch your head. Yeah. Kirk Carissa just have his swag turned all the way up. And, oh, my God, they're so fun. Arizona's the most fun team in the country. There you are. I've they have the confidence. Times. I'm going to keep saying it. And it's also, I mean, we should talk about the one seeds at some point. But, I mean, they, they are one of the one seeds that you actually believe in. Well, let's, you know? let's, let's do this. Let's do our King of the Mountain presented by Coors okay. Light. Uh, Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash T&T. Please celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Uh, let's do let's do uh, King of the Mountain. Coors Light, King of the Mountain. And then we can uh, do some one-two discussions and uh, mm. have some fun with some other stuff. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Mine's easy. Um, 
<laughs> I mean, when I look at the land, I, I know where you're going. Every time you start well, smiling, I, I think I'd, <laughs> it could only be one of one of two people. Well, it's only going to be one of two people. When I Go look ahead. at the king of the mountain and I look at college basketball, I say to myself, "You can't spell king without K," <laughs> and. <laughs> It all goes back to Coach K, the greatest college basketball coach of all time. And that's coming from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette because that's the headline of their story that they wrote before his game today at Pittsburgh. They said um, he's the greatest coach greatest of all time. Greatest college basketball coach of all time. Okay. Um, Paul Zeiss, who, who wrote the article. Um, ticket prices, I don't know if you've seen this. I don't know if you've heard about this. Soaring for Coach K's last game. Uh, I think the cheapest ticket Were now is 2000 North Carolina. Oh, okay. Uh, the North, is that like should, a rivalry? It should be ranked North Carolina Tar Heels uh, for the ACC regular season on Saturday. Um, but Coach K is the king of the mountain because, one, look at the ticket prices. Look how much people are willing yep. to pay to see this man in his last game. And also, it goes back to who has built this landscape of college basketball? Who is really the figurehead of it all? And it's only one man, and it is Coach K. And uh, Saturday... His final goodbye. I know I'll be crying um, <laughs> as I watch yeah. um, and reflect. Because Carolina's down 40. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the line's 39 and a half. Michael Savarino's um, out there crossing up Caleb Love. And dude, Savarino's <laughs> got a little cross game. I'm like, is this guy watching John Morant in his free time? What's going on here? Um, Michael, Michael literally John Morant Savarino. <laughs> well, dunking on Carolina. <laughs> King of the Mountain, Coach K, uh, out, of, out of respect and out of honor. And I think the move, and I figured this out, the move for Coach K to continue his reign yeah. of terror is that Michael Savarino should be the head coach of Duke in about 20 years. Yeah, what is what is the move of... Uh, have, have you started thinking through the John Shire... He's got five years. power rankings. He's got five years. What is the... What is the uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll cover that. I'm sure we'll talk about this. Savarino. Savarino's next. He's next in line. I figured that out. But King of the Mountain, Coach. Coach K is getting the... Uh, he, he's been... I mean, sh shoot, he was getting it last weekend the uh the cut in and you're you're cutting into a game that has nothing to do with any of these teams it's, yep. it's you know two mountain west teams playing and they cut in and they're like and of course on saturday <laughs> coach k's final have you seen the programming on espn that day it's literally all coach k <laughs> it's hilarious you, you can't even get away from it you know what i mean <laughs> it's going to be electric if we wait. if we read it, it i honest to god i think if we read what the espn programming is for coach k's last game and we we did it like with straight face and so face. I think half of our listeners were think we were joking. Yeah, it was a joke. It was yeah. a joke. It was like, oh, they're, at, they're at it again. Yeah, yeah. Another. I don't. I'm not really sure. I get the bit. No, they're but poking. They're like, they're like yeah. these guys. They've gone too far. Yeah. They would never do something like this. No, it's happening. It's on Saturday. Uh, my pick for King of the Mountain is a man who uh, just hoisted a Big Ten title trophy above his head in Madison, Wisconsin. It is Dan. Big no, I'm kidding. <laughs> It is uh, Greg Gard, head coach of the uh, Wisconsin Badgers, um, and and for this reason, not only is Greg Gard the uh, a Big Ten champion, Tate, but I think we have to go backwards and talk about the last uh, I I don't know um, six months, seven. It's not even like the last year. It's like the last eight months of of Greg Gard's life. Uh, we all know last week uh, the the Jawan Howard controversy, the melee in Madison. Um, we we know that that was uh, as you said, like that that I I think most people that were paying attention to Wisconsin knew they were having a great season. Knew that like if you if you talked about Wisconsin basketball this season, you're talking about Johnny Davis. You're talking about the hunt for the Big Ten. 
But uh, it did feel like a moment in time that like maybe the rest of America is like is when you say Wisconsin basketball like oh that's the team that Jawan Howard was you know yeah in a scuffle with it was we were worried that it was that going to take away from what's going on whatever so uh, there's that and and him winning the Big Ten I think is a nice way to like cleanse that out of his out of his way but I want to go back even further to when Alondo Tucker formed the coup yeah. <laughs> against Greg Gard. had a mutiny happen. There was a mutiny. Underneath his nose. Under his nose, in large part because last season, uh, Wisconsin enters the season a, a top 10 team in the preseason. Uh, I think they get all the way up to fourth in the in, in the polls in like the first or second week of the season. Uh, they have a 1,000 seniors on the team, Tate. They, they it, it feels like a team that should win the Big Ten. They end up getting a nine seed. Um, in in the NCAA tournament, they I I I don't remember what do you remember what happened in the NCAA tournament yeah. with Wisconsin last year? Yeah. <laughs> they beat somebody. No, no, no. They sent somebody into yeah. early retirement. Yeah. Um, but it was a disappointing season for Wisconsin, given given the roster they had, given and 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 that spilled over into like a tumultuous off season and Alondo Tucker and like there's secret recordings. Yeah, and, and a lot it's of just news like, reports. Yeah, and then Brad Davison says he's coming back, and a lot of Wisconsin fans are like, I. I mean, love Brad, but like, is that what we need right now? It's like yeah. more of Brad. Like, I, I kind of want to move on to the next chapter of then Brad's been awesome this year and he's kind of silenced the haters in that regard. Johnny Davis. He, so um, you, you you go from where Greg Gard was and then to have tonight happen, uh, it, it, he, he's got to be king of the mountain. There's nobody, there's nobody in college basketball who is like walking by their bathroom mirror and stopping and looking in the mirror and like giving themselves finger guns more than Greg Gard is right now. Yeah. He's like, you got it, man. You got it, Greg. You're that guy, You're Greg. killing it. <laughs> <laughs> the haters are so sick right He's now. He's just yelling, I'm old Greg at himself. Yeah. So uh, that's why he's my king of the mountain, Tate. I love to hear that because I feel like Greg Gard um, has been almost villainized. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Throughout our tenure doing a college basketball podcast together since around like 2017, We've always heard these rumblings. There's always like a random story we would hear of like, this guy doesn't necessarily get along with him. Are we sure Greg Gard's the guy? Yada, yada, yada. But like you said, all that, all those distractions are now in the past. They're in the rearview mirror. And he got a big... Because there was the 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 changing of the guard. 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 Yeah. Uh, mm. when, when Bo Ryan, I think part of it was like, it, it felt like a little... Trojan horse situation for Bo Ryan to get Greg Gard the head job in the first place because Bo Ryan coached for like was it 10, 15 games, uh, and then stepped down in the middle of the season, coming off the the national runner up the yeah, twenty fifteen season. season. Then the following season, Bo coaches for like a, 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 a ten I think it was like ten games. Um, then he steps down and Greg and he, it gets, it's a, it's enough of a runway for Greg Gard to like prove that he should be the you know yeah. And I think like if you're a Wisconsin fan, you you start like you have a season like last season. Where there there there's such high expectations, and uh, and you're like, it see, this guy can't out. handle this. So you start yeah. like reverse engineering, it and you're like, wait, why did this guy get the job in the first place? And how did this all, ha you know? And and you start talking yourself into, but all of that is in the past. All of it's moot. Now he's, he's the king of the mountain. Now he's giving himself finger guns. And you know what's the funniest thing? If we had a graphic of this, the picture of Coach K and Greg Gard sitting with each other <laughs> yeah. as the king of the mountain, because Coach K would be so upset yeah. that that is who is sitting across. The uh, honorable king of the mountain, king, <laughs> kings of the mountain is the uh, the storm chasers. Yes. who we shouted out for going to uh, Boulder. 
uh, Caleb and Roan for I, I saw tonight they were in Fort Worth. <laughs> yeah, I, I, they know what's TCU going on. beats Kansas. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't understand <laughs> how these guys. Shout out to the Horn Frog. Shout out to Caleb. Shout out to Roan. I talked to Caleb yesterday uh, via DM, and uh, he, you know he was very appreciative. He was like, "You guys are my target audience, so I'm glad that you like it." So. Keep doing keep doing the Lord's work. It's you know? absolutely hilarious. It is. Every game these guys go to, they <laughs> out of the park. I don't get it. Um, all right, so there's your, there's your King of the Mountains. Quick break to get a word from our sponsors and a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real person. You know, someone who can actually understand your issues and work to resolve them. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. No wonder we call it live customer service. Discover exceptionally common sense. Also want to talk about our friends at Coors Light, the beer that I have turned to ever since I came of age, Tate, ever since I was a legal drinking age of 21. I don't know. Something feels right about Coors Light ever since. Uh, I remember watching a, a video of a kid who was doing, the, what was he, Reg and Super Colds, I think is what he said. He, they used to have this, they used to say cold and super cold on the bottle. Mm. And then a kid made a video about there's a viral thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember? No, that? I don't. No. Sucking barley pops and Reg and Super Colds. Oh my <laughs> God. I got to send it to you. It's so funny. Please. But he, uh, <laughs> it's the greatest Coors Light commercial ever. Uh, ever since then, I've been drinking Coors Light. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Coors Light is the only beer out there that's literally made to chill. The mountains on the bottles and the cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill and get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash T ampersand T. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And we're also brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. When Covington and Masvidal step into the octagon this Saturday at UFC 272, DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting Betting partner of UFC has a knockout offer for all the new customers. Bet just $1 on the main event and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Could be a first-round knockout, majority draw, or double knockout resulting in a no contest. No matter the outcome, you get paid. If the sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still feel the thrill of UFC 272 with DraftKings free-to-play pools. Everyone can enter a free pool with $10,000 in prizes, answer a handful of questions like how long the fight will last and who will walk out a winner, and follow along to track all your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Tate. Throw down just $1 on the UFC 272 main event and get $100 in free bets no matter, no matter the outcome. That's code Tate, T-A-T-E, this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Must be 21 minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Red Hotline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 8778 877-8- Hope NY or text Hope NY to 467-369. When you're on the hunt for new wine, you have two options. You can wander around the local grocery store or wine mart picking bottles at random, or you can get personalized wines you'll love delivered right to your door. And for a fraction of the cost, if you love the excitement of discovering new wines but hate the risk of disappointment, First Leaf Wine Club is a no-brainer. 
First Leaf is a wine club that curates and ships wines that are personalized to your taste, allowing you to discover wines from five continents and 12 countries. When you rate the wine you receive, First Leaf learns more about your palate. So not only are you being introduced to a ton of new wine, each First Leaf box keeps getting better. We've been doing this for about two years, myself and Titus. I keep getting Barolos, Cabs, I mean, all types of wines that I love. First Leaf knows me, they know my wine taste, and it just keeps getting better. And here's a fun little not-so-secret about First Leaf. They work directly with the winemakers, which means you get incredible wine, 60% off retail. First Leaf is so confident that you'll love the wine, they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you receive a bottle that isn't exactly what you were hoping for, First Leaf will credit your account. If you love finding and tasting new wine, First Leaf is a no-brainer. Join today, and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. The big tournament is only two weeks away. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here and we're running brackets with runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. They have options to edit scoring and they offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find with other high-profile pools. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help take some of that tournament magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. I'm not just saying this, Tate. We believe Run Your Pool so much that we are running our brackets there ourselves. Wait, what? That's correct. You heard it here first. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate. Runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate. That is where we'll be doing all of our tournament pool action. If we're, we're going to do a, a big friends of the program situation, you can win a cash prize. Go to runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate. No ampersands but, and is spelled out. Titus and Tate. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter T and T at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. For official rules and details about how you have a chance to win a cash prize, visit runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. You want, you want to do some big picture discussions? What, yeah. What, as we sit here, as the calendar has turned to March, and we're a lot of people are waiting for the NCAA tournament to start, which isn't to say that we don't have things to play for. We do. We have conference tournaments. We have bubble watch going on. But uh, what, what stands out to you? you want, with a one seed picture? Is that is that become interesting? Because I think because of Saturday. Yeah. Um, you know, that already threw in the question who actually is the number one team. And then I think last year we kind of got into this I don't even know what you want to call it, but this expectation that there's always one team or two teams that are kind of ahead of the curve, ahead well, of the pack, and then there's everybody else. And this year I think it's just everybody else. It is everybody else, but I think <laughs> in the terms of the one seed picture, and this isn't my disclaimer, this is not my bracketology. This is me observing mm -hmm. other bracketologies. Yeah. You know, so th these are not my thoughts. I'm mm -hmm. just trying these to, are secondhand brackets. Yes. I'm trying to con condense what I'm seeing out there in the bracketology world. Uh, it does feel like Arizona and Gonzaga both, to me, feel like, I wouldn't say locks, but very close locks. They, they feel like the two favorites to get one seeds right now, mm -hmm. despite them both losing on Saturday. When everyone loses, nobody loses, I guess. Yeah. Because um, it feels like everybody still has Gonzaga as a one, and everybody, they, and especially after Arizona kicked USC's ass tonight, I think that's kind of a 
swap out deal. Like the Colorado loss was bad, but like what they did tonight just kind of erased it. That. It reaffirms yeah. what we already thought. Yeah. yeah. The mountain trip. So in my mind, it feels like, and again, this is not me saying this. I just feel I'm reading the tea leaves here. It feels like Gonzaga and Arizona are almost certainly going to be one seeds. Yeah, Pac-12 update. Um, so then that leaves two one seeds. And at that point, like it's anyone's guess. I mean Auburn, Baylor, Kansas, I, Kentucky, Duke. Yeah. Wisconsin? <laughs> uh, Providence, Providence? <laughs> Villanova, yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be so. If the, if there's two two one seeds left, let's say let's say Gonzaga Arizona have them in the bag for yeah. for the most part, barring some sort of catastrophe in their conference tournaments, which Gonzaga can't even have a catastrophe in their conference tournament because they have a buy all the way to the semifinal. I, I I've never seen like when they had uh, I saw the bracket for it. I was like, this is pretty genius. I love it. Yeah, I want them to take it a step further and do like a uh, a Street Fighter situation where it's like a like when you're the worst team, you have to beat like each team better than you know what I mean. Yeah, it's the climb. It's just, you just keep climbing, and then Gonzaga's the final boss. Gonzaga gets a buy all the way into the. Uh, and then they the come in cold, game. and then it's like a David versus yeah, Goliath situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's good. That's genius. Um, so I see. I think the SEC is going to get one. I think. Yeah, I think. Course. Take your pick. It's Kentucky or Auburn. I guess. Like. I think Auburn's going to get it. I think it's 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 contingent upon like what happens in the SEC tournament. Um, but I I think the SEC has been so good all year and so deep all year and and um. Yeah, I, I I just feel like that that's where we're headed with that one. Is like I feel like Calipari's playing the long con. Yeah. I think Calipari doesn't care about the SEC tournament. I think he cares about the actual tournament. You know what I mean? He's like, he is that jaded at this point where yeah. he's already over it, where he's playing like, I know what we need to do. Bruce Pearl and this Auburn team feels like Illinois last year where they would go win the SEC tournament. Yes. They would do the Kobe poses. It would be everyone fire, going to the tournament. It's fire like, off the memes. Yes. Everyone's yes. like, Auburn's the hottest team going to the tournament. Yes. You got to ride these guys. And then we have some of the problems we've talked about <laughs> yes, before. Yes. You know what I mean? That's a great point. And, and I, I do see a lot of similarities between the Auburn I, fans and Illinois fans. Like the cultures of each program. That, you know? that's, yeah. that's what I see there. So in that sense, I say Auburn's going to be a one seed. And then I think it's the Big 12 was the fourth one. I think you're right. Yeah. I think uh, it was going to be Kansas. I... I Kansas, Kansas losing tonight is not good. I, it was going to be, before Kansas lost to TCU, it was going to be the Kansas-Baylor, kind of whoever sorts that out. Um, it's pretty obviously Baylor now. Yeah. But what happens if Kansas beats Baylor in the Big 12 tournament? Mm. Or Baylor loses in their first game and then Kansas wins the Big 12 tournament? Does that put Kansas back in? Does that, like, open the door for Duke? Um, does that, I don't know. Does the other SEC team, are we talking, like, two SEC teams? I think it, you're right. I think it opens the door for Duke or Kentucky. Duke or Kentucky sneak in there? Yeah, yeah. I, I, think I don't. I think Villanova is is out. Villanova's got seven losses. Even if they win the Big East tournament, they're right. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. I, I think they got to be out. But I I don't know. You keep saying that, and that, that's how this season's gone. Like people just kind of everyone keeps losing, and then Villanova finds their way back. I like the special. idea of three blue bloods and Baylor fighting for that last spot. You know what I mean? It's like the final four yeah. for one spot. Yeah. Kansas, Kentucky, was, Duke, Baylor. Yeah. And I think Baylor gets it, which is pretty shocking because in the old, you know, guard of college basketball, there's no world in which Baylor gets the one seed there. It's probably but if if Baylor wins out, like Baylor's definitely one you seed. Definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying they lost. So, so right lost now, everyone wins out. It's Gonzaga, Arizona, Auburn, Baylor. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's got to be what it is. Mm -hmm. All right. But when you think about it, Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, the fact that those three teams it, it, like all three of them, there could be a clean sweep that none of them are one seed. I don't see that happening. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you yeah. can't, you can't really convince me of that. 
Because I, and if Auburn and Kentucky both lose in the SEC tournament in the semifinals or whatever it may be, I think Kentucky, weirdly enough, will get the bump over over Auburn. You know what I mean? As a potentially a one seed. How much do, does being a one seed matter? Uh, not that much. I mean, it, I mean, obviously, like you know, some bubble guy's going to come here and be like eighty one percent of teams that are one seed. Yeah, the second week. But, but but also, shut yeah. up, nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think if you're a top three, I think if you're a one, two, or three, you got a real shot. Yeah, I I uh, yeah, I don't know. We I, 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 the one seed discussion is interesting. It's I, they obviously use it for recruiting, especially a place like Auburn that uh doesn't get a one seed all the time. It's mm-hmm. a huge deal and and whatever. But uh. I don't know. Baylor feels it's, like a school that might hang a banner for like this many one seeds in the tournament. You know? But as far as uh, you know, I, it, you got to go out and win the games. So I don't, I don't really feel like it matters that much. Yeah, but it is great, especially is great this year. I mean, especially this, this, this year, year is like the ultimate crapshoot. I mean, I know it is every single year in the NCAA tournament, but this year is. Well, l- let me ask you this. I, I love doing this. Uh, w- this is a topic we'll all throw out there every so often, and it's been a while since we've done it. Um, with all the top teams seemingly losing uh, over the weekend, and with me personally finding myself in a pit of despair, Tate, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, how, how do you how do how do we assess like where programs are at? Like I I I like to uh, like who's happy right now? Which, mm. which which fan bases are happy and which are like we suck and this because like can like watching Kansas lose tonight. I imagine Kansas fans. You lose that Baylor. You lose that TCU. Uh, Kansas has a team that could theoretically do some damage and still win a national t- title, but like, there's no one in Lawrence. It's like, yeah, feeling great right now. Mm. Um, conversely, like Arizona, you know, you lost to Colorado, but then tonight kind of helped, and I'm sure the people of Tucson are back to feeling a little bit better. How do you like? Who do you think is is as it stands right now of the top, you know, 15 or so teams? Who are who are you pointing to that's definitively like those fans are feeling very good right now? Arkansas. Arkansas is a good number one on the board with Note, with the must bus, with the energy that's happening. I mean, they have convinced themselves that they are the best. Coming off an elite eight last year, by the way. Yeah. I think Arkansas is the number one team that feels like we are in the best spot. We actually are being disrespected. Like if you, Mm. if we talk to Arkansas fans, they would say we should be a three seed. We should be potentially on the two line. And you're like, that's egregious. But also, I respect it. You know what I mean? And they're probably like a four or five range, you know, if you looked at, yeah. you know, uh, any of these bracket, you know, people. If, they, if Arkansas wins out and wins the SEC. <laughs> are they a two seed? Are they a two seed? <laughs> Arkansas fans say yes. I, uh, and, and I would. Depends on who they beat. Yeah, long exactly. Away, but, but, yeah. but if they do that, they have an argument. So I think that they're probably number one locked in. We're happy. And we believe that we can win the national title. Yeah. Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas would be on my list. Uh, Duke is certainly on Duke the list. Is, Duke is probably Duke is certainly on the list. One, if they're not 1A, they're 1B. Yeah. Duke is on the list. They beat uh, Pittsburgh tonight, and you should have seen the tweets. <laughs> I mean, it was like it was like they beat the dream team. I mean, unbelievable. What an you, effort. What, do you want them to not be happy? All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think Villanova and Providence both. I think Villanova <laughs> sweeping Providence, and I think Villanova fans are like. I think so. We like our team. I, we we like where we're at. Um, we trust Jay. You know. Yeah. I, we we trust Colin Gillespie, Justin. Like I I think Villanova fans are fine with where they're at. Uh, Providence fans, as we've said, even though they lost tonight, they're like we we won the Big East. God is on our side. <laughs> they're they're good. They're destined. Wisconsin fans obviously are happy. Yes. Arizona fans obviously. I think they're back. Yeah, Arizona fans are so back that they're actually mad about losing the game in Colorado. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
Like that's how invested Arizona is, and like we can win the title this year. We believe I th- that. I think Baylor's feeling good too. Yeah, I, I think, think Baylor. So. Baylor's got to be feeling. But that's probably about it on my list. I, I think Auburn fans are starting to see what you and I were seeing. Auburn's out. Yeah, they get it. They yeah. they, 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 they are still win. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're 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 no, frauds they, or they're they not going to win the writing title, on the wall. They, of there could be some. They're starting to see some cracks in the dam, and they're yeah. like, uh oh. <laughs> you know oh, who no. else really likes their team? UConn. UConn does like their team. UConn really likes I think this is why I'm so excited to go to New York for... One of the reasons I'm so excited that we're going to New York for the Big East tournament is that it really does feel like every Big East school loves their team for the most part. Yeah. That's not true. Georgetown fans are like, not the case. But um, when you you look at like the national landscape, uh, I I still think Villanova is like the only team that has like any sort of hope or prayer at winning a national championship. And even that's not that great. Um... But for still, the, d- despite that, like all the Big East teams seem to love their teams and seem to like, you know, maybe Xavier fans aren't as much anymore. But you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of optimism around the Big East teams. That's why it's a fun league because they just, yeah, they all talk themselves into like. I mean, Jim over there. I mean, we get St. John's fan number one. St. John's. You believe? Yeah, we're gonna win it all. Can't not gonna make it, but if they did, if St. John's wins the Big East tournament and you're there for it, are you storming the court? Yep. I was going to storm when we were there when you guys were playing the game. St. <laughs> Francis. Francis. Uh, Purdue fans have to be not happy, right? Purdue yeah, fans yeah, yeah. See the writing on the wall. Yeah. Kansas. UCLA. You're you're the UCLA guy on the show. I, I, I hit the panic. I still believe ago. in UCLA, but I'm worried. All right. I'm not, I'm not panicked, but I'm worried. Um, I'm anxious. What is... Uh, so if you're the, the other thing I like to do, the other exercise I like is uh, what's best for college basketball because we're in a position mm-hmm. as we said. Like the, I think this tournament's going to be bonkers. I think this is like this is the the pe- people are going to come out of this tournament saying this is the best tournament we've seen in forever. Um, but just because they forget that it's what happened every, last yeah, week. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. literally <laughs> last year's tournament was pretty sick. But um, anyway, I think the tournament's going to be awesome. But if you are uh. You know, uh, if 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 college basketball is the NBA and you're going to Adam Silver this and and kind of I David's David's I don't Silver things. That's true. <laughs> it's a better that's a better commissioner to use. If you're going to David Stern things, and steer the ship in certain directions. Um, what is best for college basketball? What like what happens in the NCAA tournament that you come away from and you're like that? This is we the yeah. sport is in an unbelievable position, thanks to what just happened in the tournament we were talking about this earlier and last year i was fully in on the big 10 must win you know Mm. in in, in my mind i was like it's in indianapolis illinois i thought was the best team in the country so i was like this is a illinois 05 redemption they win the title they win it in big 10 country yada 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 that would have been my david stern we make this happen I don't think that's good if that happened this year. If the I, Big Ten won, I'm done. Yeah, I'm off. I'm the Big Ten guy on the show, and I if, even if, you know if the Big Ten won the title, that's bad for college basketball. This bad. Year. It would be yeah. bad. It would be yeah. bad this year. The best case scenario for college basketball is a West Coast championship. Mm. A cha- it, like a uh, uh, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll just a West Coast ahead. championship. Just a team, obviously, that is west of the Mississippi. We, we and and in obviously Baylor doesn't count. You know. Get Baylor out of here. I'm talking about old school, does, old Big on. West thoughts. Does Colorado State count? Maybe we'll talk about. Okay, it. we can. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. We'll revisit. We'll okay, but I think the best case scenario. Arizona counts. Arizona okay, counts because right. the best case scenario, in my opinion, for college basketball is that the the mentee, the grasshopper, 
mm-hmm. meets the teacher on the ultimate stage. Okay. And I know a lot of people at home are thinking, Coach K is going to play Greg Paulus. No. Tommy Lloyd yes. and your Arizona Wildcats are going to play Gonzaga and Mark Few. And both teams are going to be the team of destiny. Both teams are going to be the 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 hope of the West Coast. You know what I mean? The West mm-hmm. Coast needs a title. Since 1997, Arizona's like, that was us last time. It's going to be us again. We're coming back to make this happen. Gonzaga's like, it was supposed to be us three times over. We have to do this. If we don't do this, are we sure we we are who we think we are? And you get those two teams. They're both playing for everything on the line. You have a lot of, you know chess moves that are happening behind the scenes. You have a lot of big brother, little brother. And at the end of the day, Gonzaga wins it all. And Mark Few is now the crown. You of think Gonzaga basketball. winning it all? They'll beat Arizona. It, not, 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 for college it, basketball. No, no, no. It's not what you think. No, that's what I'm saying. You, uh, I'm, I'm saying this, uh, this, is what I, this is what I want to happen and also what I think would happen. You know okay. I, mean? I, I put these two together. And you, then You think Gonzaga beating Arizona would be... And then Arizona wins okay. next year. Okay. And then we and then we create this new rivalry. Think, it's a West Coast rivalry. There's a lot of history there. You know what I mean? They're gonna yeah. be battling for international yeah. recruits. It's gonna be a whole thing. I'm with and it's you. West Coast. I'm basketball. with you, but I think Arizona winning is better. Okay. For the sport because okay. I think um, if Gonzaga loses no, for, again for that exact reason. Oh my goodness! I think having Gonzaga just continue. You, you're trying to Chicago Cubs Gonzaga, kind of. It, it makes like a fun little wrinkle to have. I mean, you're right. Like what is good baseball to, without the like? Once the Cubs won, yeah. Once the Cubs and Red Sox won, we we have no baseball. Yeah, baseball literally doesn't exist right yeah. now. Search it on Wikipedia. Meanwhile, so the Cleveland results. Guardians are like, we're over here. 1948. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah. 1948. LeBron won. <laughs> See the cat. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, if it, I, I think Arizona winning would be better because, uh, but you're in a West Coast title, right? I mean, West Coast, West Coast title, title might be, yeah, West Coast title would be great because Duke, West Duke Coast is in the conversation. Sick. You know, Coach K winning. This is a great, this is a great discussion. Is Duke winning? If Duke won the national title, is that good for the sport? It's good for Coach K. It's good to yes. put like a nice little bow on this era. The like, it, it certainly is a seminal moment in the if you're telling the story of college basketball history. But as we move forward, is that good for the sport? Um, hmm. I don't. I don't. I think it's bad for the sport. I think it would be terrible. I, I honestly, I. You know how we joke about college basketball being dead. If Duke won the title, I would sincerely have to really reflect <laughs> on my position because I think that college basketball would be dead. Truly. So, uh, I, so that's one. No, all stick aside. So that's one in the bad column. <laughs> I uh. Boy, you, you could convince me either way. Like, cause it, 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 it it's great. It, yeah, it's great for that moment in time. Like, like Kay ho- hoisting the trophy yeah. and cutting the nets. Like, that's cool. But like, as we look forward, uh-huh. we don't need to look back. You know, was so, Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl good for the NFL last year? Probably not. That's a great point. You know what I mean? What, what is what we is need to move forward? What's great for the NFL is a great sports town like LA winning. <laughs> You know, I think that's a great point. I, that's a great point. L.A. winning and, <laughs> and just rallying this city, you know, just the juice that this city has. The parade was tough. We should have gone to the parade. Yeah, I'm a Charger season ticket holder, and I feel like I should have gone to the parade. Uh, Coach K winning would probably be good. But I don't know. Cause then, it's second. Cause then, like, second. Because then the his aura would, like, hover over, you know, like, th- then we'd start next season. We'd be like, remember last season when Coach K it was Coach K's last season? And he, you know. And then, like, Jim Beheim will announce his retirement. And everyone will say, like, can, is Beheim going to go out the same way Coach K, John, you know, and then it's like this, you know, we don't want all that. You're right. That would be bad. 
It, don't need that. The worst thing is that if Coach K won that title, the speech yeah. after that and the Jim Nance conversation, I mean, it would be you know what the, so long. You know what the worst possible scenario for college basketball is? The, for college sports as a whole is? Ooh. Is... Will uh, Wade. You have to go... Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. It's, it's big brain. Uh, if someone other than Kentucky from the SEC wins the national championship, that's... That is like, like I'm talking like the 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 forecast of where college sports is heading. Yeah, that the the SEC has like multi like they already got Florida's back to back titles. Kentucky's a, a wagon as we know every mm-hmm. year for the most part. Um, if you start throwing in like an Auburn national title or Arkansas wins one or you know Tennessee somehow figures out their offensive problems and they go uh, and win six straight. That is bad for like the, the the whole. There's a there's a the SEC is becoming a super conference as is Tate. They're, they they yeah. dominate football already. You start getting the SEC dominating. Yeah, don't basketball, convince them that they dominate basketball. That's also. a bad scene. Yeah, that's a bad scene. We need we need to make sure that doesn't happen. How, I think, how do we do that? I think worst case scenario as far as that is Auburn. Yeah, and, and it's not. And it has nothing to do with the team. Like I think it would be really cool if Jabari if Jabari and Kessler. That front court won, you know what I mean? I think that would be obviously the best front court in the country. Proved it by winning the title. But like you said, the ripple effects. What Greg Sankey dude. would see that day would be like the the cash cow. You I'm know? not even he's, talking about. He's I'm, like, yeah, I'm dude. not, I'm not playing with these guys anymore. We're secede. Remember SEC E D E. They're getting out of the NCAA. And uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's like you're right. That would that would actually be the end of college basketball. I thought it would be Coach K, but it might be an SEC title outside of Kentucky. Yeah, that's that'd be devastating Ooh. for we would have a we'd have a real problem. Take a deep breath, forward. folks, because it um, happened. What else? Uh, what else is there? Do you want to bubble watch? You, you feel good about Carolina? They're in. Lenardi took them off the bubble. Okay. They're in. That's all you need. Nine seed. What's the course you have them in? <laughs> I don't know. Probably probably first four out. <laughs> if I had to, if I had to guess, I. If Carolina wins on Saturday, they can't get a share of the ACC. But going into today, if Duke had lost to Pittsburgh and they won on Saturday, they could have got a share of the ACC. You know what I mean? So a team that potentially could have theoretically, theoretically <laughs> Jesus, dude. won the ACC was on the bubble just Jesus. a week ago. And some of the same people, some of the same bubble boys that were saying last week, Carolina lock, you know, I'll I put it on my grandpa's lock, like saying all this crazy stuff. And then a week later, they're they're all acting as if they did not say that. And I had the receipts, Titus. And if North Carolina beats Duke on Saturday, I'm coming with them. What's the what's I'm the spread? With all of them. What's the spread for the Duke Carolina? Thirty nine and a half. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Carolina's not going to win that game. But if they do, I'm coming with the receipts. Okay, cool. Uh, I I appreciate that Ohio State is uh, um. Also Under, understands no. They, I I think the 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 Buckeyes. What I'm uh, here, here's what's happening. I think they understand that uh, from a content perspective, the greatest thing that could happen for our show is Carolina and Ohio State meet in the first round. Five twelve. So as Carolina keeps winning and climbing up, mm-hmm. Ohio State has to counter it and lose because like if Carolina oh, seven ten. You're saying yeah, seven ten seven ten. Or it was six, like I think we're at six eleven right now. <laughs> yeah, I think we're six eleven. Give it another week and we're going to be at seven ten. <laughs> And then who the hell knows? Seven ten, honestly, with you and I watching the game together, because I do like Chris Holtman and I do like a lot of the players on Ohio State. I, there's a chance, you know, there were multiple games this year where, like, the way that Carolina played, I started pulling against them because I respect the game that much. Yeah, you know like, I mean, I, I th- like, there's a chance I could be watching that game and Carolina is just like not trying. If, it, if, and if Ohio State no slips to a seven seed, yeah. I, I would probably like be so disgusted I'd start cheering for Carolina. <laughs> we're both cheering for other teams. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, that'd be man. good. Uh, is that it? What else? You want to do shout outs? Oh, man. I, I really think that, that I can't believe this is our last Tuesday. I want to shout us out. Yeah. Also. I mean, I don't know how many do weeks it. we've done this. We've done this, what, seven weeks, six weeks? <sighs> Tuesday. We're the hardest working men in shows. show business. That's what they say about it. And then next week, we're going to be in New York for the Biggie's tournament. We are. So shout out to us. I mean, we yeah. will not be here, but we will be Jim, are you going location. to New York? Are you. Did you get that confirmed? Are you, uh, are you yeah, it looks sneak like it into the cargo hold? Yeah. <laughs> Jim is hiking. famously from Westchester, so he's going That's back it. home. What is, in all seriousness, Big East tournament, is, was this something that mattered to you growing up? Did you go to yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we used to go to it. Yeah. Watch Iverson, Felipe, Kerry Kittles, right? Oh, I love Kerry Kittles. Yeah. What kind of vibe? Uh, this is the first Big East tournament that'll be, uh, you know, and, uh, this is a taste of the NCAA tournament because, uh, First one in three years that it's been a fully played with all the fans there and everything. Yeah. Um. What kind of vibe is it? Because I, I watching on TV, I feel like the fans just want to fight each other. Like the, mm. you know that feeling you had when you were in the Uber going out to St. John's. It's gonna be like that for four straight days, baby. <laughs> I hope that we're staying in Queens, even though <laughs> we stay it's by that St. John's campus. St. John's. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Long Island, Montauk. They, uh, they would really get the show if they did that to us. That would yeah, we're doing. Uh, we'll, we'll remind everybody uh, before the weekend's up because we got another show we got to do here in LA on on Friday. But uh, we're doing. Uh, um, we're we're gonna be doing like post game shows every night for the Beast tournament, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. From MSG, by the way. From like half court, yep. center court. MSG. You think we're gonna be able to shoot on it on the court? Like, if I could just shoot one time, if I could yeah. just get the ball, you get one shot at MSG. Eminem voice. You only get one shot. <laughs> um, at MSG, what are you doing? The the the, the, the security guards are like, you can only you can only get one shot up. What are you? Are you going for a three? Are you going for a layup oh, just to yeah, say you yeah. made it? I'm shooting a three. I'm shooting a three. I'm just trying to figure out what three I'm you taking. You shoot a half quarter? No, I'm taking a three, but I, I would probably like get on my phone real quick, like try to look up a Jordan moment. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, I got to recreate the shot, you know, whether it be like a turnaround or something like that. You and then know? Jordan does something disgusting. You're like, okay, I can't do that. And then you, you figure out, you find one where Jordan made a free throw and you're like, I'll do that one. <laughs> Well, that was easy. Perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah. Free throw or three, you know. Maybe, yeah. maybe you finish it up with a layup. You know, you cheat one in, but I just got to get one shot. Yeah, give me one shot. Last time I was in the garden, I uh, I talked to Bob Knight for like he was calling our, one of our games we were playing. Yeah, and I talked to him for like two minutes, and uh, it was very nerve wracking. Not that's not a great story, but that's a uh, that's my story. Yeah. I talked to Bob Knight. Yeah, I, I said, Coach, I'm from Indiana, and he was like, Why the hell don't you play for the Hoosiers? I was like, because you're not there. And he's like, you're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good answer. What's your name again? <laughs> I like you, kid. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Uh, I want to shout out to seniors. I, I was thinking oh, about yeah. that. It's, it's, senior, it's a lot of senior nights going on, a lot of senior uh, festivities. Uh, and I want to shout out to seniors, especially who are going to double dip. And, and you know who you are. You, you guys know who you are. The seniors that are going to raise their jerseys up, Tate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kiss the floor and wave at everybody, and they know damn well they're coming back next year. Leaky black. Yeah. So I want to shout out all you guys, uh, because do we even have seniors anymore? Like, is there any concept of seniors? No. Like, do you? It, it really is like a a free. It feels like the seniors now are like it's a free agency situation where they're on a last year of a contract, and like the team may or may not sign them for another one year. Deal. Yeah. Since so you you don't really know, or it's like it's, a, it's very weird having see like. I saw Indiana put out an announcement that they're going to have a couple guys do senior year festivities, but they don't know if they're coming back or not. And you're like, what? what? How about guys that have had multiple festivities? Yeah, like Kellen Grady. How many times like, has Jordan Bohan done it? Oh, <laughs> at least three times. 
He did it in 2020. No, it, if he gave the same speech every year. I mean, or if you're Kellen Grady, you're like, do I use my old speech? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do I just recycle this? Like, I already did this once. I kind of know the beats to hit. I think the NBA should adopt senior days, and they should. that should be how you announce trades to players. Mm. Like, you... <laughs> But in the pregame, you, you you tap a guy on a shoulder and you hand him a microphone and he's like, what's this? And you're like, you're being traded. Give a speech to the crowd and say goodbye. <laughs> final speech. He's like, final final speech. speech. Go ahead. <laughs> he's like, uh, it was great playing with y'all for 17 games. Yeah. Uh, the owner has a wrap it up box. <laughs> like wrap it up. Uh, what else? What else? Speaking of the NBA, by the way, the I want to shout out to our, our hometown Los Angeles Lakers. Killing it. They're absolutely killing it, right? Like I keep. Yeah. The hopes of a title. I they're killing it. I have yeah. not followed the NBA closely, but I see that everyone's talking about the Lakers. Uh, so I assume yeah, it's going well, right? Not going great. Getting booed at home, arguing back with the fans that are booing them, which... Sh I, should we pivot the Boo Brothers away from Coach K to LeBron? I will we say... Just go to every Lakers game? I mean, it, 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 it's tough to get booed, you know what I mean? I've been booed. I mean, it, it, when you get booed, it, it really gets you, you know what I mean? And it's hard to wash it off, brush it off. Yeah. The Lakers did not do a good job of brushing it off. They were yeah. they were like, we're going to attack back. Have you, you know been booed? I mean? Yeah. I mean, of course. But like booed by someone that's supposed to love you. I mean, because like you get, everyone gets booed. I mean, I got booed by fans. home fans, you know? Yeah. Oof. Soccer, you know, in high school, got booed by my home fans. Oof. <laughs> yeah. I was a middle. Captain of my soccer team, Jim. I was, I, I'm a middle child, so I was booed around the house like all yeah. the time. Was, I'm the youngest. That was, like, yeah. that, was, that was part of growing up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's why you have to have tough skin, and then my you have person. to learn to laugh at everything. I would literally just wake up and walk down to the kitchen and pour a yes. bowl of cereal. My mom and dad would boo me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm seven. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Uh, shout out to uh, Chicago State. Beat New Mexico mm. State. Uh, they, it, 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 New Mexico State is supposed to win the WAC. I don't know if they have or not, but uh, New Mexico State is actually a decent team. This is the biggest win in Chicago State basketball history. I'm confident of it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, confident I'm a historian. After, after basketball. doing the research when you were trying to get the job, I am confident that's the biggest. So uh, might have been the biggest upset of the season, too, in college basketball. Uh, it's a huge, huge win. I, I feel like uh, pe people have reached out to me about, like, how do you feel? Because Chicago State's having a halfway decent season. I think they won, like, seven or eight games, which is astronomical for them. How do you feel, Titus? You, you, uh, you know, after your experience at Chicago State, um, as the head coach for a couple months, are you bitter about this? Not bitter, Tate. I want to I, I want to go on record that I feel like I laid the foundation. I felt like I built a culture. That's what I was hired to do when I went there. Is I I built a culture for a few months. I passed it on to the next guy, and you build on top of that. And who now is we're the here. coach right now? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was trying to figure out. I'm like, who even is the coach? probably Kanye? Probably probably. <laughs> no, it's the same Donda, coach of yeah, Donda. The Donda coach. Yes. Is coaching. You know Donda's mom, or Donda, literally Donda, Kanye's mom was a professor at Chicago State. There you go. Yeah. So it all comes full. So it goes all the way to the top. Chicago State. Speaking of Donda, are we really going to this game tomorrow? Hell yeah. Yeah, we, we do. We tease that on Saturday. We have tickets uh, to the Donda homecoming game tomorrow night um, at Cal. Who do they play? State. Do we know? Um, Doesn't matter. No. No, we have no idea who they play. What if they're playing Bronny? Uh, they're not playing him. No, I, that, way. that would be a tough. I don't think like, it. Said, what tickets more, the UNC Duke or Brownie versus Donda? Oof. in LA. Oof. Honestly, I mean, five hundred dollars just to go to the Donda <laughs> game. Uh, it didn't say who they were playing on the tickets, but it does say we have to wear all black. But it doesn't know who we're playing. Does it? How, what's the wording that says you have to wear all black? Is it like 
It says, all black it says is everyone must wear all, all black. black or it literally die. says that everyone must wear all black. This yeah. is a P. Diddy vote or die situation. Yeah. <laughs> I wear, think it is. Yeah, wear all black or your family's going to be wearing all black for you. <laughs> That's what it says <laughs> That's on the says. ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Is, is Donda on the bubble? Is Donda Academy? Is it? I I, I think they were fi- they were fencing, but they they said what I said. I'd rather be in or out. Just tell me. Uh, is Syracuse in now that UNC is? Since they're like this, that is true. If UNC's in, Syracuse has to be for how well they played. <laughs> Syracuse is going to win the ACC tournament and get in the tournament. Yeah, six teams are getting in from the ACC. By the way. You're doing the six. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. The bubble when six ACC teams get in, I'm gonna do the stall the bubble boys. Oh man. Oh, uh, is that it, Jim? You have anything? Uh, yeah, I looked up the prices for the Coach K game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you look them up, Titus? I know Tate. You said you saw them, but I have found some interesting no. numbers. What? Uh, what do you think the lowest is going for? The get-in price. Mm-hmm. I would guess. Now it only holds like so what? Like, like StubHub, nine thousand people, right? That's mm-hmm. about all it holds. So, uh, and that's a lie. I mean, it, it's less than that. It's very small. I would say about a thousand. The lowest price ticket on StubHub is twenty nine hundred. Yeah, two thousand nine hundred dollars. And it was two thousand three hundred earlier, so it's already going up. Yeah, and now um, the highest wow. price ticket. Would you guys like to guess what I found on C? I, I don't even. 20, I don't know this. Twenty five thousand. No, it's more than that. It's more than that. Seat Geek, it's fourteen thousand three hundred thirty-two. Oh a God. steal. Can't afford not to go. Yeah. And on StubHub, the ticket for Coach K's final win over North Carolina, <laughs> seventy-five thousand dollars. Dude, and it's an upper section. Like I, I, I actually know who put that up for sale. That was Josh McRoberts. <laughs> Josh, Josh McRoberts reached out and got his uh, his former player free yeah. ticket, and then he just flipped that bitch and put it on stuff up right away. Do you think JJ goes to the game? Because I, I will say this: if JJ Reddick's in the building, Duke's losing. Who? What? What former player are we seeing the most? If it's if JJ's there, Leitner's JJ. JJ. not on good terms. No, Johnny Dawkins. No, not on good terms. He won't be. Yeah, he won't be there. Um, GP is not on good terms. What if Zion's there? Zion's not on good terms. He's let everybody down. Yeah. Tatum. Tatum could be there. I'm trying to think about like who is there for K for the photo op. You know, who does he want to be there? The Kyrie. Place? Kyrie. No, nah, Kyrie. Kyrie, Kyrie got cut. Yeah, Kyrie's cut. Yeah. Kyrie it, it would have been Kyrie. That's why I think it's Tatum now. But then I'm like, Tatum probably has a game or something. Who's Kyrie so okay? How about this? When K, when K takes the picture, I hope it's Lee Melky. When K takes the picture, uh-huh. they go through all the pregame festivities. I'm sure all the former players come out on the floor. Who's standing next to K? Not Amber. Battier. Oh yeah, uh, Boozer. Leitner. Boozer's there. Yeah, Boozer's ACC oh, network. So many legends. Let's get the hell out of here. We can talk we, about this on. Yeah, which yeah. North Carolina players carry K off the court on their shoulders out of, <laughs> out of Caleb Love? <laughs> Caleb Love. Yeah, Caleb Love. <laughs> Who wanted to play? Yeah, yeah. He was like, Coach, please, one more year. Coach Caleb please. Love is running by saying one more year to Coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm transferring. Uh, all right, that's the show. Uh, congratulations, Wisconsin. Congratulations, Arizona, clinching uh, conference titles. Uh, the scene in Madison was awesome. The, the whiteout and the the, yeah. whole, the whole deal up there was cool. And uh, yeah, Greg Gard, King, King of the Mountain. There you go. Uh, we'll see you guys Friday. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah.